Okay, well, the Canadian Open kicks off at the Bow Valley Athletic Club in Calgary tomorrow, and I typically uh, have someone on from Bow Valley to talk about the event. Last year was Victor Cramp and uh, Dean Brown, if memory serves. This year, none other than Bow Valley head squash pro Connor Turk, who's playing in the event as well with his first round tomorrow. Really looking forward to this. Uh, as I know uh, Connor's dad, Gene, uh, a little bit, and... Uh, Gene, of course, was one of the, the very best in the country back in the 80s and played on our national team and actually coached uh, the men's uh, national team, I'm, I want to say, uh, a couple of times. So uh, this should be a really, really fun chat. Um, Connor's been the head pro at Bow Valley for the last little while, I think maybe for the past year or so, uh, at least the last year. So um, anyways, uh, we're going to be talking uh, quite a bit about the the Canadian Open. Uh, I think it's the second year running. It could be third, but uh, uh, and uh, much, much more. But before we get into that, I, I want to talk about something I'm very proud of first, the sponsor of this podcast, Open Squash, where the mission is, of course, growing the game uh, and making squash accessible to everyone. Open Squash currently sponsors the very best in the game. Gina Kennedy, who had a very good Windy City Open. Victor Quinn, who did as well. Hannah Craig as well. She's one of their uh, excellent uh, assistant coaches and is in the currently in the top 100 in the world and none other than world number one and winner of last week's Windy City Open, his sixth victory of the season on the PSA Tour, Ali Farag, who never ceases to amaze. Uh, in fact, Ali has taken on the role as Senior Advisor for Open Squash. Each summer, Open Squash puts on amazing clinics given by some of the game's great coaches, and this summer is no exception. Legendary Harvard head coach Mike Way and former coach to former world number one Jonathan Power, he's on board. Former world number one and Drexel head coach, friend of the podcast, John White, along with Gina Kennedy and Victor and several other highly respected coaches, including Hannah Craig, will be putting on summer camps and clinics. Visit opensquash.org and sign up uh, for one of these camps and uh, uh, take a look at everything that they have on offer there for their summer clinics. That's opensquash.org. Now, let's kick off the 2024 Canadian Open with EP. 287 and connor turk well connor uh fantastic uh, to have you on uh, uh i've been meaning to ask you to come on the pod because uh i know i know you uh i know dean i know uh darren and bow valley is such a, a great uh story for calgary but first of all uh yeah it's great to meet you yeah it's great meeting you as well i'm uh, happy to be on here yeah, fantastic. And uh, well, we're we're here for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the Canadian Open uh, is kicking off. Uh, I think tomorrow you're in the draw. Uh, you got your first round match tomorrow, so you're up bright and early. Probably going to go out for a bit of a, a bit of a hit, a bit of a stretch uh, later this morning, and maybe after this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got. Uh, I've actually got to go coach juniors for a couple hours, and then, uh, and then yeah, I'm going to definitely get a stretch in. Got a session on the glass and then probably take it easy after that. Rest the legs, rest the body and get ready for tomorrow. Yeah. How, how's that been going? I mean, uh, you've got a, I think you play uh, maybe the number one Japanese player. Uh, I could get his name wrong here. Is it Ryosei Suki? Uh, uh, could be yeah. mispronouncing that, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure on the pronunciation as well, but. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I got him first round. Um, haven't necessarily seen him play too much, but uh, from what I hear around with uh, from the other players, he's he's quite talented. He's uh, apparently he's got some good hands and he's pretty quick out there. So, all right. Well, what It'd he doesn't tough. have, he he won't he won't have the uh, the full gallery of supporting him like you will though, right? That that that's gotta <laughs> that's gotta account for a few points at least. I I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, well your role first of all at, at Bow Valley and uh, and a bit about Bow, Bow Valley. So you've uh, I think you know memory serves. I think it's been at least a year that now that you've been on board as the head pro. So uh, how's that been going for you? And uh, I mean, it must be exciting. Such a, it seems like I've never been there, but I've, I've played at uh, Bankers Hall before, but uh, Calgary is such a great city and such a vibrant city. It must be exciting to be part of something like what Darren and Dean and, and the rest of the, the team there have going. Yeah, no, it's been really good. Um, so this will be on the back nine now of my second season there. So it's, uh, it's like been at the back a, nine. Yeah. <laughs> a little golf, a little yeah, golf yeah. nerd. Of course. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, working with Dean and Darren has, has been great. Um, there's certainly something to be said about having ownership and management that, uh, that have been in squash throughout their entire lives as well. And uh, just, just like the whole understanding and and kind of getting the whole squash scene, I think plays a big role in not only them making the club better as a whole, but being able to understand my role and manage me in a better way as well. So it's been working out really well. And then, uh, I mean, not to mention that they're they're just good easygoing guys and and uh you know I, we get along we get along as friends which is great but you know like it's it's pretty light for the most part when things need to be done they're done but it's uh it's pretty light on a day-to-day -day yeah that must be exciting i mean to have those guys uh you know running the show there and and uh you know, my affinity with both of them go, dates back to uh, the junior squash days. I think my very first Canadian junior nationals, uh, Darren and I were billeted uh, together. That I think it was like we were in under 12 or something. <laughs> it was a good laugh. And we became pretty good friends since then. Um, but like like you said, the two of them, I mean, they've been in squash. Uh, they're squash legends pretty much in Canada. Uh, and it must be, you know, having them around. And they're both such good guys such uh easygoing guys and and uh you know the life of the party almost uh, uh i guess you yeah. could say aren't they yeah yeah definitely uh definitely some fun to be had around those guys and and it's also fun uh knowing that they grew up together and and just kind of seeing them together now they uh they're enjoying themselves and you know cracking some jokes here and there and it's uh, it's it's a good good fun environment yeah, dean's always got a few jokes to tell doesn't he oh he's got <laughs> stories days <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh how's how are things shaping up for uh for the open there i mean uh i mean you've got uh the number two in the world you got number seven in the world and a and a host of guys i think in the top 
20 there, uh, at least top 30. Some really exciting players, uh, Diego, Elias, obviously. Uh, you don't get much better than that. I mean, the, the guy, you watch him play, it's like squash uh, in a nutshell. He's got everything. And then uh, Nezen Hisham, uh, obviously, the maybe the most uh, exciting player on the tour right now. Uh, I mean, he's been, he just beat Sherbaggy there uh, in five in, in the Windy City. He's took, uh, he took Ali to five, I think, uh, Farag recently. So, so, um, uh, I mean, and then you've got Abdullah El Tamimi, really solid, strong, exciting player. The whole, the, the whole draw, really. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's really exciting. I mean, like you said, for squash, other than all the the big major tournaments, I mean, it doesn't get too much better than this. So, mm. so I mean, everyone, everyone around the club, Squash Canada, everyone's really really stoked about the the event coming up, and we're gonna hope that there's some some close matches. I mean, as as much as it's fun to watch some of those guys just you know kind of beat beat a guy that's 30 in the world, three love in 30 minutes and just really show the different classes of squash. It's, I mean, the fans always want to see a five gamer getting a little heated at times, you know, clean yeah. squash, but some controversy always adds to the fire. Oh, absolutely. Well, you're going to get that. Uh, pro I mean, if, if it's Elias and uh, Hisham in the final, uh, you'll definitely get some of that because they both they both wear their emotions uh, on their sleeves. And uh, I mean, as far as talent goes, uh, two of the most talented players are on the tour without question. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I think they've had uh, they've had a couple couple matches so far this season. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming that the rivalry is is starting slowly starting yeah but uh, that'll be much if that's uh if that's the final yeah that'll be exciting and and you uh you know if you manage to get through uh you've got uh the reigning canadian national champion uh waiting for you don't you david david yeah. Jean. and uh yeah, yeah um i mean he's uh, i think the highest rate ranked canadian on, on tour right now and he's probably, yeah. uh, you know, he's always sure. training hard, working hard at his, at his game. So, uh, how are you? How excited are you at that prospect opportunity to play him next? Yeah, you know what? Just uh, just keeping my eyes on the first match right now. Don't yeah, want yeah. <laughs> don't want to look too far ahead. But yeah, I think uh, if that were the case, it it'd be a fun match. I uh, I don't think I've ever played him in a in a tournament, so. Oh really? That would be, yeah, that'd be certainly exciting, and it'd be a, a good feature in the Canadian Open to have something like that. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, I think you're you're in the you're top ten in Canada right now, right? You're maybe nine or eight or something in the Canadian Canadian rankings. Yeah, Canadian yeah. rankings. You know, you never really know about them, but uh, <laughs> yeah. that'd probably be uh, hopefully in the top ten there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, well, good luck in that first round, and uh, good luck with the the event because it does sound uh, sound exciting. You've got a, the are all the matches going to be played on the courts that are at, at Bow Valley, or do you have another like a PSA court that they put up there? Yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, the full full glass court set up in, um, I guess in the concourse of Bow Valley Square. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they've got that that power court that squash Canada bought a couple of years back. And 
So they've shipped it here and set it up for, it's been up this week. So I've been getting a couple of hits on there and uh, yeah, it'll be up all week. It looks great. How How's it play? Uh, you know what? It's playing really fast. Okay. okay. Does that fit your game? Yeah. Or is that? Uh... It's, it's fitting a little more recently since I moved to Calgary, getting used to the altitude and the speed off the front wall. Mm. Um, so, so it's certainly, it's similar to how fast the courts uh, at Bow Valley would be. Um, so, but from what I hear from a lot of the other pros is, is it's, it's lightning fast for a glass court. Is it? Okay. Are yeah. most of the guys around now, like uh, Diego, Madsen, are, are they around uh, at the moment or? I haven't seen them two yet, but I've seen most of the other guys roll in in the last day or two. Okay. All right. Well, things are uh, shaping up nicely then. Uh, that's good. Um, now, if you don't mind, uh, Connor, we, if you if we could take a look back, I mean, you've got an incredible uh, squad, you know, dare I say like a bit of squash royal, Canadian squash royalty there. Uh, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Bill and, and your father, Gene. I mean, Gene, uh, I think he got to number two in Canada, uh, played for the Canadian men's national team, coached uh, the national team on a, a couple of occasions and, and Bill also one of the better uh, players in the country uh, back in the eighties, I think. So just in terms of, you know, growing up, uh, what was that like in, in the Turk household? What was it? Um, was it all squash all the time or did I know, I know Gene liked to, uh, you know, he, he, he liked to shut down the squash a little bit every now and then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I always, I always joke that I never had a choice. <laughs> I had a squash <laughs> in my hand at like three or four years old. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, my dad uh, my dad loved me playing all other sports. And, and to be honest, my main sport growing up was always hockey. Right, okay. So I played, uh, I played mainly hockey until probably about 14, 15. Yeah. There was always squash as well on the side, but uh, but hockey was kind of, especially kind of from, you know, 7 to 12 when I was also playing summer hockey. Okay. So it was hockey all the time. I was traveling, like playing tournaments out of town, kind of that. That was the main thing, and, and squash was there as well, but but never took precedent. Right, and how how did you? What was the genes go along? Obviously, he went to a lot of a lot of the hockey games. Uh, did he play much? Did he play any hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Bill uh, played pretty much every sport as kids. So mm -hmm. they, I think, they got to a pretty high level of hockey as well. But same sort of thing as me, um, kind of called it quits around that thirteen, fourteen age. That seems to be for hockey when it gets really serious. Yeah. And and then you got to put all your time into it, you know. Like you still when have I was all playing, your front teeth. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> fortunately I was still wearing a cage back in the day when I was yeah. still playing. I, I didn't uh, didn't get to junior, so and and yeah. luckily didn't lose any teeth playing beer league because that's just <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. A, that's where it's <laughs> bound to happen, too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's you just got to you get to that point where you just got to make a bit of a choice as much as it's good for kids to play 
tons of different sports growing up. Um, when it, you know, like when it gets to that point, at, you know, at 14 years old, you're playing AAA and you have seven sessions a week. You're doing dry land training. You're doing like classroom training, stuff like that. It's, it became a little much for me. Um, so, so yeah. It's kinda, quite a competitive environment too, isn't it? Uh, hockey, especially, I get you were in uh, Winnipeg. Is that where you would have been? Uh, yeah. 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 Winnipeg. So, I mean, that that's one of the hotbeds for hockey. So it's quite, quite competitive. I, I guess, you know, at that point you got to say, you know, I've got, I'm either all in or, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tough uh, go at that age yeah. with so many guys comp you're competing with. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Very competitive. But yeah. I still play, I still ended up playing hockey late. Like after that, just, uh, just decided not to go for the highest level and, yeah. and, uh, less, less times per week, less practices. I think that's what I started to hate was all the practices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I over and I wanted to hang with my uh with my friends instead of go to practice. There you go. Yeah. But uh you know, squash is another animal, isn't it? I mean, that, that's a different type of practice. Uh, have you have you been in preparation for this? Uh, how how's the fitness? I mean, that that's I mean, at my age, you know, I'm trying to stay fit and it, and it's always uh I enjoy the fitness side of it, the gym side of it, but it's still uh still can be painful. Yeah. Um, you know what? The fitness is a, is pretty decent. Mm. Um, been, it's been good since I've been in Calgary kind of training at the altitude and, uh, and kind of, I had a couple little injuries over like throughout the fall that I was just playing through and I took a little time off in December and then over Christmas and through January and stuff, I've been, uh, I've been getting back to the training and doing a bunch of movements and stuff. So it's, it's, it's at a pretty good level. That's good. Yeah. The altitude must be into, has it, uh, have you noticed a, a difference? Like, I guess having been there a year and a half now, uh, you would probably notice. Yeah. Like Calgary isn't necessarily at a crazy altitude, but it's certainly high enough that if you're coming from sea level, you'll feel it for sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's certainly nicer going back to sea level from from altitude than it is vice versa. Oh, for sure. You just you know, feel it in the lungs like you do here. Yeah. The, uh, sorry, um, Miguel Rodriguez. He has the benefit of uh, play uh, training and growing up at altitude, and you can just see the way he plays is. Yeah. Very explosive. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if he's in Bogota, that would be even much higher altitude than Calgary would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I heard, uh, I think uh, actually Darren kind of tipped me off on this. Uh, Gene and Bill, when they were obviously twin brothers, right? They're twin. Yeah. 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 Identical. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, even still, honestly. <laughs> sorry. They're even still quite identical. I bet. Yeah. So there, uh, someone was telling me that, uh, you know, back, obviously they'd always get a question, uh, you know, someone might ask them, uh, you know, who's better, who's the better player. 
And uh, there's a kind of a story behind that. I don't know if you could tell me, tell us about how how they handle the handle that question and and where it's uh, been left off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, uh, as the story goes, from what I hear is uh, when they were both playing quite a bit, they were they were always kind of back and forth for the most part, mm. and then. Uh, I believe when when my uncle Billy decided to kind of leave squash and go into the oil like uh, oil industry, they I'm somewhere along the line they ended up having to play one more match, or they ended up having to play a match. I'm not sure if it was in a tournament. It must have been. Uh, anyways, my uncle Billy ended up winning that match, and uh, and after that. He told he told my dad he that was the last time he was ever gonna play him, <laughs> and uh, he said I, I'm I'm the winner and I'll never play you another match and, and I don't think they ever played after that so <laughs> so to him I guess he he holds the the champion but I think uh, it can be debated a little as you know my dad still continued to to play and and coach quite a bit longer after that so yeah yeah it's a funny one but both both i think were at their best quite quite strong players so i th- oh yeah could be and debated dad, each uh, other. they they i think i remember your 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 dad i'm not sure if bill did but i'm not sure if they did it together but i know i'm from halifax so uh gene anyways he would he would travel across the country i think uh you know nova scotia uh, provincial squash federation they might have you know brought him in and to do some clinics and he'd do clinics in, in newfoundland and uh places like this back back in the day and uh, that i i do remember him from from those days as well so he's got he's got to have so many great stories to tell yeah, yeah actually a funny funny thing is my dad uh must be a little bitter about my uncle billy not playing him again because when i was growing up I think I was about 18 or 19 and it was just about when my dad's knees were starting to get a little bit worse and uh and he was slowly on his way out of squash but we ended up having to play each other in our premier league in Winnipeg okay oh <laughs> uh, and I ended up going I think I was up to love and up in the third and he came back and won in five in front of all the members at the club <laughs> and uh never played me again and said you'll never beat me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he must remember that one pretty close <laughs> so he took a page out of uh, bill's book there then yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> well uh i think it was uh you know jamie crombie obviously um yeah yeah well he the last time he came on uh, we were talking uh, uh we talk a bit about you know old stories canadian nationals and uh i think one of the stories that came up and your dad might have been um either a member of the, i think he was on the team it was steve lott and maybe max withers your father and um uh someone else uh, maybe saber but uh, some some uh, that might have been the team and uh, J- uh jamie told the story where steve had, i guess they weren't supposed to drink 
beers or and uh steve had somehow managed to get a whole hold of a dozen beers and, and just locked himself in his room and drank them and didn't show up for any practices and, uh didn't show up for breakfast and uh, jamie goes up to the room and uh try you know find out what's going on but uh our, uh that that's one of the classic stories from from that time I, i'm sure uh your dad's told you a few of those crazy stories from back in the day because there are some a great cast of characters among all the canadian uh, squash players and it's so uh, a lot of fun to talk about it uh do you have a uh, any story that in that sort of sticks out because i'm sure you've got probably got a yeah. zillion of them uh, knowing your dad uh, <laughs> yeah one of the ones i guess my dad was saying it it actually kind of happened on separate occasions but uh always the one story about um well i guess i'll start with the first one is he he was telling me that him and billy were playing like a world juniors qualifying event in england yeah and they were both playing on courts side by side <laughs> and they knew that beforehand so they decided to wear the same squash outfit and uh and they kind of <laughs> they started playing and they realized that these were kind of matches that they would be winning like they weren't necessarily super close. Yeah. And so they'd come off in between games and they'd go and talk to each other. And then they would switch courts and go <laughs> on and play the other guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, and switch courts again. So that really both, <laughs> both matched. And they, uh, yeah, they said they kind of, it was like a, it was a joke, but they made sure to keep it just between the Canadian teams. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so they didn't get trouble oh my god i've uh, never heard anything quite like that that's amazing yeah (laughs) and so that i guess as they were a little older uh they had this exhibition match against sharif khan okay yeah Uh, Yeah. i think this in winnipeg and so sharif khan was supposed to play billy a match and uh so they go on there's this big crowd watching and and i guess sharif just absolutely for the first two games just works billy into the ground and he's just completely gassed and uh comes off after the second goes into the locker room changes my dad comes out for the third (laughs) and he comes on the court and he's just fresh as can be yeah and sure is just like so confused he's like oh my god i've never seen anyone recover like like this before like i had just worked him to the ground and and now he's just running down every ball again <laughs> and so they finished the match and sharif was just shocked how he could just do the fitness to keep going like that and then they told him that they had switched and he and he cracked up pretty good about that one so yeah i think uh i think they've done the the switch on the a couple switch. occasions <laughs> That's all. I, I bet you they, they've done that a, like a, a bunch of times, haven't they? Like in good, yeah. in good spirit, right? Yeah, in good spirit, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sharif, I mean, he seems like a pretty, like a laid back and pretty funny guy himself. So I'm sure, like from from what I've heard, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have been all in good spirits. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Connor, um, I won't keep you too much longer because I know you've got. Uh, you know, a big match tomorrow, and we're going to be pulling in for you for that one, and I'm sure the, the bleachers will be full. Uh-huh.
here at Bow Valley and um, all the best in the event, all the best at Bow Valley and really uh, uh, great to meet and say hi to, to Gene and Billy for me. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, uh, I certainly will. <laughs>